All right. So we just hit record because we're talking and we're just going to continue the conversation. Okay. So the point of this conversation is what do you do when you're just tired, like tired of everything? Everything. When you don't care. Yeah. When you feel like you've been caring so much that now you're in a place where you're just like, I'm sick of it. Yeah. Like I don't have any more energy. Yeah. You just like, I feel emotionally drained that it's, it's affecting my physical ability. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So showing up is extremely hard. Um, and then being like, you know, like there's this weight because now we're in this place of being used by God Mm -hmm. on a consistent basis. We're now, I'm not saying we're subject matter experts. I'm not saying that at all, but I am saying that God has, has, um, graced us to be in this place. And so then you feel the call to be the leader or be the person, right? That people go, yeah, okay. Like they're forging through and really I don't, I don't like today. I don't have anything like I don't, I have. (laughs) So it's funny. This thing about me is that whenever I say something, it usually reminds me of a song or Mm -hmm. movie. Right. So like in my mind, when I say I have nothing, I instantly hear Whitney Houston. (laughs) 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 Like I instantly, (laughs) instantly, but I really, I'm like, I've got, I got nothing. I ain't got nothing to give. Yeah. Uh, If you want to offer me something, you probably gonna have to chew it up and make me swallow it. Like, I don't even want to, I don't even want to open my mouth to receive the food you're trying to give me. Like, that's how you just need to put me on a liquid diet. You need to put an IV in me. Like, like I just feel yes. completely depleted. And then, you know, and then yesterday with, with a thing with Gracie school and, you know, like, that felt so real yesterday, even though it was a terrible, terrible prank. It mm-hmm. felt so real to see that text message. Mm-hmm. You know, for one, you know, I didn't even get it when it came, right? Like I'm walking the mm-hmm. dog and trying to manage him and to see a text message, you know, mommy, we're on lockdown. We're in a closet. Can you answer? I'm scared. Mm-hmm. And to know that she sent that five minutes ago and, and to know what can happen in five minute increments. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, and to be like, oh my gosh, this is real. And I text her and she didn't respond. And I just, you know, I went into immediate prayer and I just said, in the name of Jesus, Holy Ghost, have her respond to my text right now. Like I just said that. I just was like, mm-hmm. she has mm-hmm. to respond. And literally, uh, literally her text message came through right when I said that. And, um, yeah. and so I was like, oh my gosh, okay. Like, at least nothing happened that five minutes where I can still talk to my baby, mm-hmm. you know? Right. And, um, right. And so immediately, you know, I go into prayer, texting her, like, everything's going to be okay. And I'm just, like, I say that, but like, God, please make sure everything's okay. Not just for her, mm-hmm. but for my babies, because the reality of what's happening mm-hmm. in the United States as it relates to shooters and in school stuff, like, Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like breathing now. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's not, 
a strange thought or unique thought that somebody just went into a school or a church or an mm-hmm. event and just decided to shoot people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. and they're you know exacting revenge on most. Sometimes not even the people that actually hurt them, just right. people who were just there. And um, mm-hmm. and so just like sometimes you don't really when you're in a thing you don't really see how much it's a, it's a, actually affecting you. Mm-hmm. Until there's a little bit of space afterwards, and so mm-hmm. yesterday and even today, I'm just like I. Like I was already drained and then that mm-hmm. and now mm-hmm. having to manage and help my daughter through those emotions. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Over yeah. somebody's prank that yeah. was a that had very real outcomes. Mm-hmm. Very real, you know, like I don't want to go to school today. Mm-hmm. Like I'm a little uh, ick about it. Um mm-hmm. so yeah, I'm just I am I'm wiped out. Like I don't yeah. And it, you know, and it's, I think it's healing to that. That's part of the healing space is to acknowledge how you feel. Like God never asked us to not to pretend that we don't feel how we feel. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we feel how we feel. And, um, you know, I think my <sighs> concern anyway is that we have like it's really it, it it gets dangerous i think for us when we feel like we have to be on you know like we have to be especially when you're the encourager right when the encouragers need to be encouraged or how you know for a while people were talking about check you know check on your strong friends and it's like yeah. you know we're in a an ugly world, like a lot of people hurting people, hurting people, right? Mm-hmm. And then we're hurt, you know, at times just from whatever is going on um, on a, a daily basis. And, you know, nobody wants to be doom and gloom and I'm, you know, I'm going through and I'm whatever, but we are and, and we can't deny that nor do we want to be in a space where it feels like that's not welcome, right? Like every, as if your reality, your truth is denied because you're trying to appeal to what somebody wants you to be or how you think they want you to show up. And um, that's just, that's not good. That's not good for us. It's not definitely, we were talking about our kids. Like we don't want our kids Mm -hmm. to be in a place where they feel those pressures and then feel like they can't show up, right? Because we're being called just like our kids have, you know, they need to go to school. Um, and we are as adults need to go to work. It's a a battle <laughs> when you're you're not your your best self and you're not feeling like you have what you need. And, you know, I was just thinking the other day Michael wasn't feeling well and you know, when your child's not feeling well, you know, they're just different. And so he didn't say, I'm not feeling well. He was just, you know, different and moping and slower. And um, mm-hmm. finally he just came and like sat in my lap and I was just like, are you okay? And he's like, oh, and he just, you know, he just wanted to cuddle. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think about how God sees us a lot of times through 
our own kids, like our interactions with our kids. And, um, you know, just as he wanted to just be, you know, just wanted to be close, be comforted, that God welcomes that for us. Like he doesn't want us to pretend that we're okay. He's like, come here. You know, he wants us to come close. The thing that I think is a struggle is when we are trying to work through some things that could, that, that are like, we feel like are tied to him directly. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, I need to be comforted, right. but you're the comforter and you're the answer. You have all the solutions and I'm not seeing what I'm asking you for. So it feels kind of disingenuous or weird to respond to that invitation of come to me um, or come closer because you're like, but can you do what I asked you to do? You know what I mean? Like it would be very much like Micah saying, you know, mommy, I'm ready to eat or I'm hungry or I'm thirsty. And instead of me going and getting him a cup of water or, you know, I say, come here, come here, right. you know, like just, and he'll kind of be like, but I'm thirsty, you know, and not knowing that in the, in him coming to me that he's getting something that he needs even more than quenching his thirst, you know, whatever that physical need is at the time. And I'm going to make sure you get the things that you're saying you want um, or need. So, but it's, it's tough. Like I, I can just remember how many times I've, I felt like I couldn't respond to that invitation. Like for him to say, come, I was just like, I can't. And I not, I didn't want to be like, I'm mad at you or, I'm frustrated about you not answering my prayer or whatever, but that's the reality. That's what it was. Of course he knows, yeah. you know, like we're not fooling anybody. He knows definitely not him. Um, we can fool people into thinking we're okay when we're not, but we can't, mm-hmm. you know, with God, he knows the root, you know, he knows why you're in a funk. He knows why you, you know, haven't been doing the things that he's encouraged you to do. Right. You know, because I think about how many we're on our 10th episode. This is the 10th episode. And we've been having, uh, you know, all of these conversations. And when God's given us these nuggets, they're not just for, you know, people listening. They're for us. Right. It's for us to to chew on, to um, get through. And it's funny because you it's why we stay humbled. Right. Because we share from our experiences, the victories that we've had and and how we got through those things. And then we're presented with different challenges and sometimes the same things. And then we have to go back to what we learned, you know, like the, to remember what we learned. And it's just, I mean, I I keep thinking about how that is a thing. It's a, a recurring narrative, right? Right. It's one of those things where I feel like, you know, that it's like an open wound all of the time, but I just feel like it's up for constant review, right? That's it. Because mm-hmm. we're not conforming to this world, like mm-hmm. we're transforming. And, mm-hmm. and that is every day, that's every minute, that's every hour. And, um, and so that's why, you know, like, when we have our conversations, like, it's like, well, we had just talked about this and God had spoke this. And I remember being on so far, you know, on, like 
on fire for it and 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 like okay i got it i got it i got it i got it and then two weeks later you're like what wait a minute when you know what i mean and i know that Mm -hmm. when stuff hits me i just completely shut down i didn't want to talk about it Mm -hmm. i don't want I, i can talk to you about your stuff i can give you scripture i can give you word i will pray for you I don't want to yes. talk about what's going on with me because I've talked exactly. about it before. He knows what's going on. Yes. I'll talk to you about it. You already know what's going yes. on. Do you want to hear right. me talk about it again? You probably right. don't. Right? Like that's how, right. that's how I deal. And so yeah. most of the time I don't really talk about for real, for real, like how often it actually is occurring because I feel like I'm tired of hearing it and I don't want to burden the person, like my person. <laughs> to have to hear it mm-hmm. again and then mm-hmm. you know even last week i think i was talking to you about it i don't even know what we were discussing but um we were talking about idols, mm. talking about idols. and um and we're talking about the importance of like repenting and and really thanking god okay it's coming back to me <laughs> thanking god <laughs> Praise and worship. Remember last week, praise and worship mm-hmm. um, as a weapon because we really don't know how far the blood the blood ran, right? Like the right. blood of Jesus Christ. We don't, you know, high is high, right? Mountain mm-hmm. and valley. We really don't know what that really looks like because mm-hmm. we fall in places of sin that we don't even know we're in. And yes. so in considering that last week and kind of meditating on all the possibilities of where the blood went went to just for me alone, right? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. how he's covered my undisclosed sins, right? And considering that, uh, the Holy Spirit said a lot of people idolize their emotions. Mm. And I was like, shut up now. <laughs> No, it's so good. Yes. But really, but it's so true, right? Like we take, we, we place how we feel about a thing Mm -hmm. above who God is. Mm -hmm. And so in this place of moping, let's just say, call it like it is. Yeah. I'm moping because I'm tired. I'm tired of the circumstance of my life. Mm hmm. I'm tired of putting lip gloss on and I really, I I really just want to be ugly. (laughs) Like I really just, I just want to, I just want you to come get me when it's all over. Like come and say, it's over now. You can come out. I don't want to show up when it's still happening. Right. And so, yeah. In this place of where I am, you know, I thank God that he still loves me, but I'm considering and thinking about the fact that he said many people idolize their emotions. Mm. especially like the ones that are like, woe is me, right? Because mm-hmm. you're put, what, cause you're, cause then you're placing whatever the woe is me that's making you feel that way above who God mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. And, and they're in direct conflict because yes. your woe is me is a, maybe a fact that you feel this uh-huh. way, but it's not the truth. Right. Or it's on the other side too. I mean, I know I've experienced, um, chasing happiness you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like the pursuit of happiness right and I think I I, I remember being checked hard (laughs) by God and it was shortly after I uh, got divorced 
I was just kind of like, you know, just like I'm about to live my best life. You know what I mean? I'm I'm about to do yes, all the do. things that I want to do <laughs> that I didn't do because I was, you know, in this right. toxic relationship. And I remember um, it was weird because I'm, I very much appreciate time alone. Like I, I really like being able to spend time by myself to reflect right. and, you know, just enjoy being with, with myself, with God, you know, I I'm cool with that. Like I didn't have an issue going, you know, if I want to go out to dinner, I would go out to dinner by myself mm -hmm. and I'm cool with that. Yeah. Right. But I had gotten to a place where I, uh, it was almost like I was, um, seeking experiences that made me happy. So like, I want to travel. I want to go to this place. I want to, so I do that. Or uh, let me go to this concert. Yeah. So I go to this concert or let me go watch this movie. I go to the movie, you know, but it just felt like I was trying to chase things that make me happy. I want to dance. Let me go over here and dance. You know, it, it got to a point where I felt like God was just like, what are you doing? You know, like you're trying to feel your brokenness with these things and these experiences to like get you in a happy place, but you need to heal, you know, like, yeah. it was almost like I started to become addicted to these things that make me feel good. Um, right. as opposed to going and like actually getting healed right. completely and, and pursuing my healing as opposed mm -hmm. to like, just like, Oh, I want to be happy. I want to feel good right now. Cause I felt bad for so long, <laughs> you like, know? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's kind of, you know, what we do, like naturally what we do. If I mm -hmm. think about myself, how you just said it, and a lot of people when you're in a season of distress for so long, right? Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. that just seems like a splash of cold water on your face, right? Like mm -hmm. every time you get out of some bed, you like, I'm getting my health together, right? <laughs> so like, yes. You're on the exercise <laughs> regimen. You're eating right, you know what I mean? Right. You're going out, we outside, you know what I mean? Like, yes. You're doing all the things. I think that's a part of, of just trying to regain a part of yourself that was lost. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That just went, that just was quieted. It just, you felt like you just couldn't even do that type of stuff in the season that you were in. Right. But you're right. We have to be mindful of that because we're doing all those things very broken and all those mm -hmm. things kind of run their course. They mm -hmm. do. And then, and mm -hmm. then you, when they're done, you know, you realize, okay, I'm still hurting. I'm still sad. I'm mm -hmm. still, you know, like for me, when I divorced last, I'm like, when did I divorce? Uh, <laughs> last summer. Right. But I had been by myself since, January of 22, um, you know, I felt the need to kind of reset my daughter and I. So we did a little trip, you know, just to kind of get some time together and stuff like that. And then, you know, it, it was very much like, okay, you know, like I was trying to wash away the old me, wash away my last season. And the truth of the matter is, I mean, like, <laughs> You know, you enter in this space where you're single all of a sudden, and then your all your friends pretty much are booed up. They're married or something, so you're like, 
they can't hang out with me like that. Mm -hmm, (laughs) You know, know, like life is really, really different. And you have to kind of get to a point where you are like, okay, what happened? You know, why am Mm -hmm. I here? And, and so I found myself, I found the Holy Spirit really working with me in that space, you know, like fall time, right? Where Mm -hmm. I started really hearing clearly about areas where I needed to improve areas where I contribute to an argument, contribute to things not being, you know, me not being as helpful as I could have been as a wife, supportive as a wife, you know, things of that Mm -hmm. nature. Um, And that work, that internal work began and um, it was very humbling. Like, and, and, and I love how he'll just come and kind of, it'll, you know, you'll be in the grocery store, you'll read something and he'll speak so clearly about, yeah, like this is how you could have (laughs) Mm -hmm. helped the situation or, or, um, defuse the situation. You know what I mean? Cause we always Mm -hmm. like to think that we're so healed. So, so this and so that, and sometimes, sometimes it's just in us aiding, right? Like, like for me, I know one of the major issues that I had, um, because I was raised by a single mom, to be very independent, right? Like you got this, you Mm -hmm. know? And then I found myself being a single mother. So you just acquire that you're the forerunner, you do it, you got it, you Mm -hmm. hold the reins. And so being in a relationship, being with a, you know, a man and in wanting that to transition, right? Like, I, I, Hey, you want the reins here, have them. But then also yeah. feeling like, but if you ain't got them, I'm going to snatch them back. You know what I'm saying? Right, like, right. If it doesn't look the way I want it to look or if it doesn't look the way I'm most comfortable in, in how things are happening, like I'm going to snatch them back. And so one of the mm-hmm. things that I learned was that like, I didn't really give the space, right, for him to do that, to move into that place of mm-hmm. leadership, right? I really didn't step down as I claimed that I did, that I thought that mm. I did. Yeah. Um, do you know what I mean? Like in words, I may have said, it's all yours, but in action, I didn't fully trust that he could actually do it. And mm-hmm. and I feel like in the very beginning, there was a deep desire for him to do that. Like, I think he had a deep desire to do that, right? Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. at some point, it just transitioned to like, Dina's going to do it. Dina's got it. And then, and then I began complaining about, I'm always, I'm this, I'm that. And it's like, well, I used to, and then I got comfortable. Right. So it was both of us, right. you know? And so, mm-hmm. you know, kind of in this place where I am now, where it's like, I've got to be mindful. I call it the takeover spirit. That's what I call it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got to be mindful yeah. To not allow that takeover spirit any place, um, yeah. Because I I do want the person that I'm with, you know, next to fully be in their role, fully be comfortable leading me, and then me also be trusting enough in, as to how they're leading me, right? Um, and but yeah, mm-hmm. you're 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 absolutely right about that. It's just this pursuit of of feeling okay. And, 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 but all things end, right? Like mm-hmm. if doing that did not include Christ, then, then right. you just go end up broker. 
<laughs> you just got less money. Exactly. <laughs> Broken and broke. Right. It, and it, but money. it is, it feels like a, 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 um, it's an invitation to live differently, right? To just have a completely different perspective. And um, I'm thinking of, you know, I was just like, how, like, what is something that we can think of that, you know, would help us to understand? And I, I know a chair is an inanimate object, but as Luther Vandross said, a chair is still a chair, right? Even if nobody's sitting there. And it's kind of like we are still who we are, right? Like if if I decide I'm just going to keep chasing things that make me happy, you know, I just every day yeah. I'm going to do the things that make me happy. I'm going to keep going to uh, Starbucks or, or Scooters or Honey Brothers or wherever I'm going to get coffee, um, you know, brew and sip some some place with that make even the place that makes me happy but i'm getting some something that like this is my little because i i like drinking coffee right and i remember being like i got happiness from getting my morning drink right like that was a thing until i started like kind of evaluating okay now what is this doing for me because it wasn't just the fact that I was going to get it, it was, what am I getting? Like, what am I ordering? Right. I'm ordering something that is super sugary. Like I wasn't one of those, I like to drink my coffee black kind of people. Like I, I liked all, of, <laughs> all the syrups, like give them all to me, please. I tried the, and then finally I got to a place where I was like, okay, this is not healthy. So I need to go to like sugar-free or whatever. And then I was like, this is nasty. And so it's <laughs> and to the point where even now, like I uh, had a friend who posted about like the, I can't even remember the, the chestnut praline latte or something's back. And I was like, oh, like I felt something in me, kind of like an addict, right? I felt it in me where I was just like, ooh, like I want to go get that. And I've got, God has blessed me to like be comfortable with mushroom coffee now. I know, don't judge. Um, I think, you know, it, for whatever reason, and my dad calls it tea. So to him it's tea, but I need to call it coffee because it replaces that unhealthy happiness that was in my life with something that's a healthier version of it. And, um, you know, I believe that's what God's trying to do with us. Like, I really do think he's saying, I want you to be happy. Like, I want you to have a constant, sense of contentment and I want to give that to you but I don't want it to be at the risk of hurting you you know what I mean so like I know you like to have that you know warm drink in the morning I know you like to have something to help you get going I know you want but I want to do it in a way that's going to preserve you for the assignment that I have for your life you know what I mean like that is it's a mind shift for us that he's constantly asking us to do the chair is still a chair. Dina is still Dina. Kish is still Kish. But who are we going to be able to be available and be the best version of ourselves if we're stuck in this place yeah. of, as you said, idolizing our emotions, where it's like, I feel how I feel. Yes. And actually, I don't want to feel any differently. I'm cool being right here. 
No, like we've gotten to a place where we're mature enough to know I feel this and it doesn't feel good. And no, I don't really want to do the things I need to do to get to a better place, but I do want to be in a better place. I do. And so then we have to get to that, like in that journey of like big girl, Holy Ghost panties on. Now God is saying, okay, remember the stuff I told you you need to do. That's what you need to do. And sometimes it's so simple. Like I, I mean, when I say simple, meaning is not as heavy as a lift as you feel like it is in the moment. Um, For me, it'll be a simple, like, he'll be like, just turn on some praise music, just turn on. And it immediately I'm changed in that moment because, and it may take a minute, but I'm changed. Or he may say, begin to praise me. And you don't feel it. Like you were talking about grace the the last time in the last episode. You may not feel it initially, but the more that you continue to do it, it gets you into like to rise above your emotions so that your emotions aren't leading you. It's not saying you don't feel how you feel. You feel you feel how you feel, but eventually you're not going to feel how you felt. (laughs) You're not to be a blessing to us. Right. To be able to. Yes. Feel love and feel yes. like we're in joy and all that stuff is really meant to be a blessing, but everything has mm-hmm. to be in check. Everything has to still submit to to the authority mm-hmm. of Christ. And mm-hmm. you know, you're absolutely right. You know, it's, I feel like for me, it was like feeling how I felt, but then hearing, remembering the Holy Spirit said, "Hey, people idolize their emotions. Are you idolizing the emotion that you're having right now? Like, mm-hmm. is it mm-hmm. really? Is it really? You know?" And then the enemy always makes things worse than what they actually are. Right. Mm-hmm. Or or honestly, better than what they actually are. That's how you stay in the things longer than you should, because you mm-hmm. believe you believe a lie. Right. Um, and so. Um, so you're absolutely right. And it's kind of like, you know, like I'm being checked like, hey, yeah, come on. Like what what mm-hmm. what is this really? And, yes. and can you overcome this? And I know for me, one of the things I just remind myself of that for sure now at this point, but also, you know, like, even though Job asked God all those questions and he was, you know, he was in a place, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was in a place. Mm-hmm. And God said he had honored him. Mm. So God wasn't put off by Job's attitude, his his disposition. He wasn't even put off by that because he was still communicating with him. And yes. so for me, it's just a reminder that whatever state you find yourself, right, communicate like i am extremely mm-hmm. sad today god i am i am angry mm-hmm. today i mm-hmm. am frustrated i thought you said this and i don't feel this today mm-hmm. and you know what i mean like he's right he's god like he knew yes. he already knew i was gonna have this day and i was gonna have this complaint and i was gonna grumble mm-hmm. about this you know what i mean he knew i was gonna grumble about the manna i'm like how come it, it's 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 not fried i want fried manna i don't want baked right. manna you know what I mean? <laughs> exactly <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know, he yes. already knew. And so, um, so I thank God that even when we bring our issues to him, he has a way of comforting us with the mirror. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yes. Yes. He does. Doesn't he comfort And then he you says, with don't forget. Yeah. Look at yourself. Look at yourself. Yes. And then don't Look forget what you saw. Yeah. Don't forget That's what it. you saw. But look yes. at yourself in light of who I am. Look at your situation mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in light of who I am. And then and then what do you have to say? Thank you. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Exactly. Thank you. 
you look great. Thank you. Never mind. Thank you. So, I mean, listen, guys, this is really more about us. We hope that you got something from it today. (laughs) I'm sure that you've had moments of, I don't care. I don't know. Yes. I'm over it. Because that's exactly how I felt. Kish has had mm-hmm. those days, mm-hmm. and uh, and so I, you know, I know we went from that to married. <laughs> we kind of <laughs> all the places, but we hope yeah. that you you heard God, and that, or at least you 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 feel like encouraged to keep going on because you know that you have family that understands where you are and has those exact same moments, regardless of who you perceive us to be, whatever platform you see us on, we are still his children, still striving to have a relationship with him and ultimately reign and rule with him, right? And bring others to Christ. And so we just hope that you were able to hear him and to receive him today and that you heard this with an open heart. And um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and you get something from 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 my pain because it's what it was today. I just kind of like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes, it is. It has been it's been good. So thank you for joining us, and um, we just pray you all have a blessed day and feel okay being honest about how you actually feel, and um, yeah. go to the the one who knows it all. So. Thank you for joining us. And I know we didn't do our proper introduction, but this is the Commissary Podcast. <laughs> and we are just um, grateful. We are celebrating. This is our 10th episode. So continue to join. We pray that you will share, like, subscribe, follow, whatever it is to show your support. Um, and so that more people can tap in and uh, feel support from a community. Yeah. So. Thank you so much. And until next time, just pray for us. Yes. Yes. As we pray for you. (laughs) Until next time, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.